Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. So uh, we're going to hear from President Chapathi first. He'll make a statement, and then Athletics Director Alan Green uh, will make another statement, and then we'll open it up for questions. Uh, we'll take all questions at the podium. We're not going to do any one-on-one uh, -on -one interviews afterwards. So, Satish. Good morning, everyone, and thank you all for coming. We have a very important announcement. Uh, as you know, across the country, every day, colleges and universities are evaluating their programs, activities, and operations to ensure excellence, efficiency, and effectiveness. Moreover, these evaluations are conducted with the understanding that we exist within a higher education environment with finite financial resources. Over the last many months, we have been conducting an overarching review of our athletics department. The unfortunate reality is that we no longer have the resources to support 20 competitive Division I athletic programs. So after extensive analysis and discussion, we have made the very difficult decision to reduce the number of our teams from 20 to 16 effective at the end of the 2017 spring session. Alan is going to give you a little more details, and then I'll come back and join Alan to answer your questions. Good, uh, good morning. As the president indicated, uh, certainly resources are finite, and we are no different and not immune to some of the challenges that face uh, our industry. And it's a sad day to, to be able to, to share with our student athletes that we just don't have the ability to, on a long-term basis, uh, support their endeavors uh, in a way that is both um, beneficial and rewarding for them and for us to produce championships the way that we want to. Certainly, an athletics department is the front porch of, of the university, and we want to continue to raise the profile of UB, uh, through UB Athletics and through our success. Uh, we've been very fortunate these past few years to have much success and we want to continue that. Uh, but today we stand here uh, having to share some very difficult news uh, with young people who are, are very closely tied uh, to, to this university through their participation in intercollegiate athletics. And we will certainly do, <clears throat> excuse me, we will certainly do all we can to help support them in their future endeavors, whether they decide to pursue their academic or athletic pursuits at another university, or if they decide to stay here and continue their academic pursuits at UB. Um, and so with that, we'll open it up for questions. How did you select the programs? The programs were selected through a number of different criteria. Uh, part of it was financial, part of it was Title IX and gender equity. Uh, part of it was the, the sport offerings that the, conference, uh, that the conference has, and the other part of it taking into account the climate and uh, potential investment to get the teams to where we thought they would be uh, consistently successful. What does it mean to 
Sure. Well, this is certainly an impact on their lives and on their identity, as I mentioned a little bit before. I was a former student athlete, and <clears throat> excuse me, I understand. Um, I understand how closely linked uh, student at or, uh, athletics is to to one's uh, one's identity, and so this is certainly um, a day that, that's sad for them. Uh, it, it's disrupted uh, some of their lives and some of their plans. Um, today, when we spoke to them, we talked about encouraging them to. Uh, understand that in life, uh, life throws you curveballs, to use an analogy. And um, sometimes you miss, but there, there, there's times that you have to come back and, and get back in the box and be prepared to, for the next at-bat. And, uh, and oftentimes when, when one door closes, another door opens. I think we've all been taught that. And I've encouraged them to, once the dust settles, to think about how they want to uh, go forward with their, with their lives in a way that uh, they can still continue uh, uh, to enjoy the, the 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 world of sports that has given them so much. We did. We yes. The president and I spoke with the student athlete today at a the impact of student athletes today at AM this morning. Uh, did you talk about the team? Uh, it was with the president, myself, and the student athletes who were directly impacted, and we shared with them the news, um, and certainly tried to offer um, uh, try to offer whatever whatever resources we could offer them in that meeting. Um, certainly it was, it was a surprise to them. Um, uh, I don't know that any student athlete walks into a, uh, a team meeting expecting to have their sport discontinued. So yeah, that was a surprise. Um, I think there were student athletes that were sad, that were shocked, that were angry, which is to be expected given, given, the, uh, given the news. Um, but I also thought that they handled it very, very maturely and I'm very, very proud of, of the way that they've handled the situation thus far. Well, one of the things that we think about is is how do we how do we sustain um, athletic success, uh, and certainly working in, in concert with the university uh, and the resources that are allocated to the university. Uh, it, it's really hard, you know. There's 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 20 programs, uh, uh, scholarships spread throughout um, all those programs, and so it's um, we we try to take a, a deep dive into uh, how much it costs to to support our, these young people. And um, and we came up with with the, the programs that we came up with from a financial perspective. Were there reductions to any other sports besides the four that you mentioned? Uh, the, the the reductions are overall athletic department reductions, and so it's it's my responsibility to make sure that we fund uh, the existing programs to the level that we feel that they can be competitive. Is this just a straight budget cut, or are you redistributing some funds among the other programs? As, as all, you know, all resources are university resources, so as a result of this, uh, they will go back into the university uh, resource planning process and be distributed as, um, as the university decides to be a best fit. If, if you remember a few years ago, we had investment in athletics, and the idea was that in a couple of years or in a few years, that investment will come back to the university. So there was really a seed funding given to the, to the athletics. And that's actually coming to the end. So the money that, that comes back to university goes through annual uh, resource allocation process. And as you also know that the, the, any money that's recovered through this, this process will take a long time. We are going to honor the scholarships and other commitments to the students for the full duration as they stay at UB. So really, it's not that immediately you're going to have savings. It's going to take a long time to have that saving.
so so we are committed to to mac we want to really be in that division and if you uh, want to be in that division the four sports that are mandatory there the football the two basketballs and volleyball so there was no you know unless you leave the the league and unless you leave the the division you can't really cut those sports so You know, we are committed to being in the MAC, and uh, we want to be competitive there. The uh, many of the, as, as as you know, many of the uh, MAC schools have about 16 teams, and then have some 17, and some have few more. But really, the minimum number of teams is 16, and that's where we are. You know, that's the commitment that has been made. And if you look at the, uh, the, the benefit to the university in terms of the number of applications that come in, in terms of the, the kind of uh, successes that you have with this, some sports, some years you don't have. But really, you have to look at the long term, and you have to look at the providing the students the kind of experience that they expect from a state university. And that decision has been made for, for a while. Well, I think that's an excellent question. One of the things I think we have to remember here, like I said before, is that this is not a short-term decision. This is a very long-term strategic decision. And when we think about our, our um, purpose in terms of athletics in the university, our responsibility is to raise the profile of the University of Buffalo through intercollegiate athletics. And so we remain committed to being successful, and we will continue to uh, allocate the resources that we have in the best way possible for us to achieve that success. Sure. Yeah, Mark, that's an excellent question as well. Th there is no good time. Um, certainly, when uh, when we came to the realization that we would have to discontinue some sports, we looked at a, a wide variety of cases, and I think throughout the country you see a number of different things. Uh, given our um, our situation and the timing of which we made the determination to actually discontinue sports, we wanted to notify the student athletes as soon as as soon as possible, and this was the the best available time that we could do it in. So again, where we are in Division One compared to our peers in MAC and so on, our subsidy is similar to other other MAC schools. No, I don't have a target really to for the subsidy. No, actually, our fundraising this year probably is going to top, uh, all, you know, sort of break all the records in terms of uh, athletics fundraising. It's not a big number, but I think we're going to be more than three million this year. So, so it's not really the. Uh, the fundraising that fundraising that has been going down or something actually is doing much better and it's going up. These uh, teams um, historically aren't, you know, slouches. They're competitive. They sure. compete for championships. Uh, the baseball program has ten people. The MLB, the MLS has a player, I think, right now. Um, you know, it, I guess the question would be, you know, 
historically they're not bottom feeding teams. So what is the impact? I mean, I guess of losing teams that are competitive at the year that uh, represent the school well. Right. Yeah, and then uh, it's kind of to what I talked about a little bit earlier is that. Our programs have made tremendous success, or have made tremendous progress, and we're very happy and proud about that. Um, the unfortunate reality is, is that there's there's only so much bandwidth uh, for financial resources, and that's why there isn't a clear-cut answer on on decisions like these, and, and trying to figure out which pieces of the puzzle are going to fit best uh, is really challenging. And so. Um, it's an unfortunate reality, um, and I think to the question about about uh, resources and fundraising, if I can just um, reiterate on that one, is we have had we've made tremendous progress um, in terms of our community buying into this athletics department, this university, and we want to continue to do so. Um, as I said in the in the press release, we will continue to roll up our sleeves and we'll continue to encourage people uh, to support our program, uh, to make contributions for local companies to to invest in our program, because what that does is that invests in Buffalo. And as the flagship university in the state of New York, uh, the, the, the pride of Buffalo is right here at this university, and we're happy to, 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 to work to continue to do those things. Uh, the Fieldhouse project is separate uh, in terms of in terms of funding and in terms of need. Uh, the Fieldhouse project, as you've known, has been on the docket for quite some time, ten or ten or plus years. And so, um, what we're doing is using separate athletic funds and um, and external revenues to help help fund that project when we when we get to that point. I do not. One more question. Actually, Alan will I will say, but it's financial, but also as Alan said, there were other decisions in terms of uh, you know the uh, the facilities we have for these teams, whether they are able to really practice and play here, the the kind of uh, Title IX issues, and there are multiple things that you have to consider to to really come up with a decision. It's not a multi-dimensional resource decision. It's really, it's not a single-dimensional resource decision. It's a multi-dimensional decision. So, so really, resource is one, but there are multiple other factors. Yeah, uh, he answered it perfectly. Well, I, I guess I'm not understanding. If your fundraising is doing extraordinarily well by your description, and these sports seem to be among the lower cost earning budget, what prompted the decision Okay, I, I, so you don't understand. I guess I don't understand either what exactly you're asking. Well, if you're raising more money. Sure. It's moving competitive. Sure. You're drawing people in. Sure. So why make the decision to cut them now? So I think it's a combination of things. Certainly when, when we think about the reduction of, of, um, of the budget for athletics, it takes some time to be able to realize those. At the same time, costs are increasing. Although revenue is increasing from an athletics perspective, it's, the expenses are outpacing it. And you think about the cost of scholarships, you think about the cost of travel, you think about the cost of staff, all those things pile up. And certainly understanding that the university budget um, has been relatively flat, but, increase it, but, but expenses continue to increase, that makes for a very difficult and challenging time to be able to provide consistent resources for an extended period of time to continue to be able to be successful. We just didn't think that that, that, um, that those things were realistic, and that's why we had to make the difficult decision that we did. Does that help? 
we all, I mean, we all, all state universities are underfunded, so it's not just SUNY or, or, or UB. That's the uh, reality. I mean, we have been having a flat budget for many years. Our, our costs for, uh, for people are going up. Uh, you know, so, so that's, that's the reality, and that's why we are doing really a lot more fundraising. That's really the goal, to get money from outside. But, but it's not just SUNY or, or New York State. It's the reality of the state institutions. If you look at the, the amount of funding coming from states just 30 years ago, the percentage, and now there's a big difference, actually. So really you have to look at uh, what's going on nationally and, 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 and think about that. But, of course, we can talk about UB a lot more in the budget terms. So athletic department really has been, as I said in the beginning, we had really invested in athletic department and wanted to make sure that we have investment to see where we'll go. But also every place, I mean, not just athletics, we have looked at it actually a few years ago. We actually had some reorganization, some department closures, and so on on the, on the academic side as well. So we actually continuously look at what we're doing, how good we are doing, how can we do it better, what should we not be doing. So this is in the whole context of the entire institution, not just athletic. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 